RadioFreeBrooklyn.org. Here we go. Yo, 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 yo. Hello. Oh, now I can hear myself. There it is. There it is. I got a little check, check, check. I got a little staticky on mine. Did you hear that? No. You know, okay, maybe that's just me. It might be your headphones. Damn it. All right. Here we go. Meg, what do you got? Hello. Ooh, beautiful. Thank you. Okay. We're online and we're live. Hi. All right. Hello, everybody. I'm Ralph Jean Pierre. This is No Suggestion. Hello. I'm Jake Joseph. Jake Joseph is here, co-host Jake Joseph. And today, wait a minute, Meg, I don't think i remember your last name what, <laughs> what do you want to be called what a start i mean i'm meg yeah meg yeah. meg one name yeah like prince uh-huh everyone says madonna i'm not gonna say madonna one name like prince thank you one name like uh bono uh, mm-hmm. one name like uh hank hank share hank hank um uh, that's uh, all i got Gumby. Gumby is one name. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Scooby Doo. Right. Wow. It's hyphenated, but we'll take it. Sure. Or is Doo his last name? Doo. What? It, well, his full name is Scoobert. No. So I, I think it's already. It's oh, Scoobert Doo. I Hang did on. not even know that his full name was Scoobert. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Today I learned. This is why I was brought on. <laughs> yeah. This is important. Um, oh, fuck. Where was I going to? I was just going to. I lost it. I had a good thought to go forward with, and I can't remember. Um, single names. It's gone. It's gone. Um, how I'm so glad. I'm so glad that you're here. Thank you. Um, uh, I feel like, uh, I feel like this was faded, faded for you to be on this evening. Um, I have no, I have no good ideas for the direction of where this should go. I'm That's so awesome. I, I ate too much Thai food. <laughs> I had one one plate of pad siu vegetable, and I was like, I need another plate. I knew it was a bad idea, but I still took another one, and now I don't feel good. Uh, and that's where I'm at. <clears throat> I'm at a little. Uh, you went yuck. for the vegetable pad siu. First vegetable pad siu, then I went mock duck. Okay, okay. So two vegetable patsies. Yeah, but mock mock duck has more heft to it than you than you mm-hmm. than you probably imagine. Yeah, yeah. It's it's Satan, and that's apt. It is Satan. It yeah. is it's there's an evil there. It shouldn't. I shouldn't have done it. Can you explain to me what Satan is? I don't. Know. It's uh. It's gluten. Mm. It's literally just gluten. That's good. Yeah. What is? Can you tell me? Can you explain to me what gluten is? Gluten's the protein in bread that like gives it its structure. Mm. So like, uh, it's the meat like, of bread. Yeah, the reason bread, like, you know, like you need bread to like bind it all together is like to create like long gluten strands mm-hmm. so that like it'll stay together when it like. So it's just a protein. So it's a protein. It's just a protein. Okay. That's it. Yeah, it's the Perfect. muscle of bread. <laughs> I I don't know why, but I for some reason really dislike i don't know if i should say really dislike i think i've gotten over it but uh it maybe it just is like it seems incongruous to me that like we have all of this like vegan food or like uh veg- vegetarian food but then they like say it's a meat approximation yes mm-hmm. when why not just be like this is just vegetarian like it's like why make a fake duck when you could just be like we have this we we made gluten into its own little thing that has like a semi sweet flavor and like all these different things. I think it's a shorthand. I tell you, for me, 
I don't think I need meat. I just need the texture of meat. Sure. Because mm-hmm. it is, I love it. I, I love it. The texture of meat. So I, I'll take, for the most part, I'll take any approximation of meat. I don't want to not, I'm not offended that it's not actual meat, but I also don't want to think too much about, okay, what is happening instead? Be- you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not offended by it approximating me to pretending to be meat i think i would rather just be like this is it's you know it's vegan food with seitan like a seitan thing right Right? calling it mock duck yeah it's just like isn't that against the point of what we're trying to say which is like you need meat with every meal and that like meat is like an essential part of a diet like just to to say that like oh we put all these fake meats out there to like continue the facade is i don't know it's interesting to me I don't I tell you what, I don't I've I don't like to be lied to. It makes me question my reality. Mm. But, but except when it comes to fake meat. I want you to lie to me. Lie <laughs> to me. Lie to me. Let it Hey, uh I just like I would just rather continue the lie. Just just keep lying. Don't tell me the truth about this, guys. Just to, if you if I wasn't actually scoring those points you were putting that you were just just let me believe it hey let hey. me believe that i was scoring those points you got a perfect batting average man thank you yeah thank you armstrong i really uh you know i work i work really hard in the on the in the field i work really hard i've seen you out there digging for glory <laughs> digging. Ooh, ooh more points on the board way to go man wow. good job just yeah. for my exhale yeah yeah okay I mean, it came from a real place. It came from a real emotion. You know, that's why that's... Emotion, that's three syllables. That's point. Okay. Oh, we got a foul. Uh, look, don't don't blame yourself, man. What? Okay. I thought... Because we're, we're, we're taking a knee right now. The game has stopped, but hey, there's still a but foul. We're, st- we're, still, we're still scoring points, man, and it's, it's all you. Uh, this, is, uh, this is wild that I, my game is so potent that even, even while we're on a timeout that we're still... The game is still actively happening, even though everyone's on a timeout. I, oh, did I just? What is that? A yellow card? I, I got a yellow card. Is that is that yeah. some sort of violation? A penalty? It's a penalty. It's a penalty. Guys, uh, I'm look, trying my best. Look, the 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 card was for doubt. We're here. We're here playing the game of belief and doubt. We're not here to play baseball. Sports ball. Oh, sports ball. Base- we're not here to. We're not here to do that. We're here to. We're here to see if you can. Score points in your own self-esteem. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I just, I, I, I can't. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how to muster all the belief, Pendleton. I don't know how to muster the belief. Oh, that's going to be a point deducted. I think. I maybe if you guys, maybe if you guys keep keep doing what you're doing, which is telling me that I scored, maybe that I can keep believing. Then no, you oh. need to be able to do it even when you can't score. Mm-hmm. Armstrong, Pendleton. I I would like to forfeit this game. No, I would like to forfeit. You can't do that. No, that's not going to work for me. Uh, you can't give up. Could I get a buy? No, no. All right, I'm. Just, I need to see the trainer. My hamstring is really no, feels get up loose. Off the ground. Look, the the timeout's over. Guys, we're standing. We got to get back. I'm on really it. nervous. We're not leaving this field. Until you believe, <laughs> okay. you have to understand. Now we're in this too. Yeah, 
We're in the trenches. We've been digging with you the whole time. Yeah. What exactly do you want me to believe? In yourself. Is that so hard? It's not. A, I can't exactly turn a switch and just make it happen. I'm not with that attitude. <laughs> you got to kindle the fire, man. You got to kindle the fire. You got to take a couple sticks, rub them together. You got to you gotta make a teepee and let it burn. And then you got to put some wood around it. And that way it holds the heat in. And then you got you to gotta get some sticks and you put some marshmallows on top. Mm-hmm. And you roast them gently. Mm-hmm. And then you try to take it off and turn it into a sandwich. Uh, maybe it won't work the first time. Uh, I just got disqualified for starting a fire. Oh. Uh, scene. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. We did it. We already started in. Um, t- t- how, how, was, how, was, uh, how are both of you feeling today? I'm feeling... I'm feeling bloated. I feel like I regret eating the Thai food. Uh, I'm 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 coming off of a wonky wonky day. Where are you guys coming in today? I'd say it's also a wonky day. I didn't do a lot, but I feel exhausted, even though I didn't do much. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I understand that feeling. But it's nice to have an easy a easy day, even if it didn't make you feel exhausted. I mostly had an easy. I helped a friend move, but the the rest of it somehow felt. Laborious. Meg, how about your day? What was your day like? I was at work today. I just sort of am reflecting on how I sort of just feel exhausted no matter how much I do. But I think in that, it's sort of if I maybe being exhausted, if I'm exhausted, it must mean that I did a good job. Ooh. Ooh. I worked really hard. So maybe I'm feeling great. I've got this really good perspective on the whole thing. I've done nothing. I've had a big day. I'm really quite tired either way. Nice. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Okay. That's a, I feel like that's a that's a good attitude. Like it's no matter what, it's a result what, of trying your best. Yeah, no you feel what. satisfaction. I, I, my best. It, well, this is the thing people don't tell you about trying your best is that my best is it is not much, but that's okay. <laughs> but uh, I guess who is who gets to decide what is enough and what isn't enough? Oh, oh it's me, baby. All right, yeah. then that's then you're golden. Yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I do have. I don't think. I don't think I came up with this. I have a lot of phrases that I say over and over that I, I wish could be mine, but I don't think they're mine, um, which is the best you can do is the best you can do. I'm sure that's not mine. I'm sure somebody else came up with that. But it is like there's something self-directed about that. Like only you know what the best you can do is in any given day, in any given moment. Uh, and nobody yeah. else can decide. I think that's what that. a lot of therapists are trying to get their clients to understand. Hmm. This is the problem, though, that I've really taken that ball and run with it because now <laughs> I, I'll not do anything and I'll be like, you have to understand I'm doing my very best. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I yes. feel like that's God's attitude. I feel like God's <laughs> just kind of like, you know what? I did what I could do. And, uh, you know, you know, like that's why we haven't heard from him after the seventh day where he's been resting. He's you like, know? what do you guys want from me? Yeah, I'm yeah. on a break. Yeah, I have a, I have a I have a coffee roll or whatever it is like. Uh, coffee cake. I'm on a break. He's kind of resting on his laurels, isn't he? He's... Like he made a really pretty planet with some gorgeous vistas and some nice uh, marsupials. He's like, if you guys go, go to Cabo, if you're if you're tired, go. To, <laughs> yeah, I made yeah. Cabo. Go to that before you call me. Which is that is that's actually very. I love that. Like do do something else. I mean, yeah, probably yeah. is. I'm not a theist, but like if every conception of god i have is like a just like a a, like everybody else just like a guy that tried 
or, or per, a, a thing that tried. Uh, I guess God doesn't have a gender or any mm-hmm. real concept Thank with you. that, but mm-hmm. uh, like a a, th- a thing that tried and uh, is now just kind of like you know what that that was enough, and I've I've like given up on any other responsibility beyond that. I I love that, and I also think just it's up for grabs for somebody's memoir the title a thing that tried just <laughs> yeah. it's just up for grabs for somebody to use that i i i want i want to use it uh, yeah i really yeah I, I don't i don't know i don't tend to feel it is just like the thing we just did i tend to have to fight for the belief to be okay that i i just did my best and it's okay i really try to hold on to it cuz i don't want to beat myself up about things in life but like sometimes you you go like i probably could have done more i probably could have pushed something else you know what i mean that yeah guilt and that i, I shame. definitely feel that a lot too and then i i think i have to tell myself like again like saying the best is like a judgment too mm-hmm. whereas like it's just kind of like okay i did something and then that something is going to be imperfect i can learn from these things Continue to do these things. Stop doing these things. That's about it. Yeah. Listen, Tabitha, I know it's been seven years you've been trying to graduate from this program, but you, you know, you did something. You came, you got into the school. Mm-hmm. Come I, on. I got into the school. I went inside the school. Yes. You have to remember. A lot of days you, you went in. Yeah, I went inside and I was there. And you should have seen me. I wish you could have come in with me because what you would have seen is a woman sitting in a chair and there was talking and I was listening to wow. at least some of it. Listen, I'm I'm your I'm your therapist. It's not appropriate for me to attend your classes with you. We we both know that, but I I I can imagine it. You're painting a picture and mm-hmm. I just want you to know you have not graduated yet. Well, and 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 as Will that, you graduate? We don't know. Will I graduate? Haven't I already? I graduated wow. from being a woman oh, yeah. who was not going inside of a college. And you started to go inside thank many you so days much consecutively. For, that's right. And thank you so much for noticing, by the way. You were taking notes. Yeah, that's right. You had intention to mm-hmm. study. I don't know if you did. You didn't pass the tests. Mm-hmm. But there was, there was, that can't be taken away from the, you showed up with the materials. Thank you. And you, you and 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 by the way, and I and and who bought those materials? Me. Wow. With my sweat and yeah. toil. Yes. And and money. Yes. That was sweaty. Government grant money. Thank you so much. Also money that you earned. Yeah. Well, and that's right. And I deserved it, by the way. Yeah. I, and I'll remind you by getting up and going Get, to a place. Getting up and marching. What, what forward. if? What if? Knock, knock, yeah, knock, oh, knock. Yeah, yes. Oh. oh. Tabitha, uh, you're here. We're in the middle oh of the session. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm just sorry. There's an emergency at the university. Uh, some uh, someone sat in the seat that you're normally in, and it caused a riot. Uh, your absence is. We, we don't know what to do without you. The the uh, everything is. Oh my god! Your, I gotta. One I gotta of your run. peers school. Ran off. I knew this day would come. You've got to get back in that seat. How long have I been telling you? I I'm sorry. I thought this. I thought this session was important. But you were retaking this class, and you can't miss. No, that's right. For without, the fourth time, without me there, who's going to anchor the space? It doesn't even seem to matter whether or not you pass this class. It seems to just be important that you're there. Thank you. And clearly, I'm making an impact. 
What are you doing? I'm I'm not I'm clearly not doing enough. No, I'm not supporting you well. I I I I feel like there's more that I could be doing. You're my God, you're rising up, you know Lady what? Liberty. Listen to me. Listen to me. Where you. do these French people come from? Look me in the eye. <laughs> this session's over. You hear me? <laughs> you do are you hear cured. People sing. I want to book a session with you. I'm liberating these students from yeah. having to be in a classroom without somebody just doing a mediocre job. The good students could say I'm doing better than her. The bad students could say they're not there. They're setting my building on fire. And I fraternity, liberty, so security. Wow. That's right. This and you've doubted me all these years. I know you have. I see those looks you give me. I didn't. I know you could become an accountant. I think you'd be a great accountant. I'd be a great accountant. But you know what? I'd be better at inspiring others. Honey, this is an insurrection, and I submit. Scene. <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever risen from their chair. I felt moved. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I felt moved. Oh, my God. Mike. I think what, one of I my favorite it. things about doing these types of scenes is there's so many scenes that involve being able to see what we're doing, but it's a radio show. <laughs> oh, no one can see it. I love it. I just want everyone to know again. It seems like we're kind of on the uh, theme of effort today. Mm-hmm. I got out of the chair and everything. Uh, and that dude. just goes to show. And, now, and I'm exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. Yes. It's well worth the effort. Yeah, thank you so much. Do, do those shoes make it easier to get up out of a chair? Do so, they give you like some sort of spring up? Mm, so now that's not just a turn of phrase, folks. Now listen to this. I am wearing a pair of five-inch platform shoes. Wow. And they have springs inside. Now what do those springs do? Oh, they really do. They really do have springs inside. Thank yeah. you for noticing. Hey. And the springs allow me to walk all day in these frankly ridiculous shoes. And be They're beautiful, and be able to not feel like a complete piece of garbage by the end of the day. Ah, uh, they give they oh yeah, a little okay. lift, a little lift, but probably yeah. also they give some, so it's not so. Oh, they're giving. They're giving. Oh, they're giving. They're giving power. Yeah, that's right. They're giving strength. They're giving vivaciousness. Mm-hmm. I would say like giving. all shoes are probably pretty giving because they. I mean, we like, we walk in them. Yeah, they're giving us something. I wish I have flat feet. I didn't know this until very old. I was very old when I realized that my feet are flat. It's not good. I have such a story for you, please. So, as a um, a very gay person, Mm -hmm. when I was told at the age of eight years old that I had flat feet, and this is true, I was not willing to accept that. I was not willing. So, do you know what I did? This is true. Look at me. Look at me in the eye. This is a true story. I would go home. I was eight years old. I would go home and get a ball peen hammer no. and hit the bottoms of my feet. No. That's how fucking gay I am. No. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh, forgive my ignorance. Uh, what do the arches of your feet have to do with uh Meg was eight. Oh, oh because. No, no, no. I'll tell you why. Uh, because the podiatrist yeah. told me that I'd have to wear um, extra wide shoes, which uh, in my mind, in the mind of an eight-year-old meant ugly shoes gotcha okay so yeah, if yeah, anyone yeah. has anything to say about how truly gay i am i mm. want to be clear that i pounded the bottoms of my feet with a hammer be- to not have to wear ugly shoes and look at me now wow. wearing a pair of five inch spring boots nice nice i really wherever that but i hey if you're listening 
<laughs> what have you done? Yeah. Eat shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. I, I also I like how, like, it. in this scenario, having flat feet is, like, a moral failure. Like, uh, mm, that's like you, interesting. You d- it, like, so, like, something happened in your life that you have a deficiency that caused your ankles to collapse, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I don't have, I'm not going to say I have no vanity. I have, I have some vanity. I, but flat feet is a, just a final insult where it's just, like, it's the only thing about me that could have had any daintiness at all, and it's just no, they're just what's well, also like slapping ever, against the ground. You ever look at someone's footprint, like a like a like a non flat footed footprint and a flat footed footprint? Oh like my the, god! Like there's so much character. This is what scared me. Mm. Is like there's so much character in the footprint of one with a not flat foot. Then yeah. the flat footed footprint's just right. it's just it's just one piece. There, there's there's so many there's so much nuance so many notes in in the footprint all right uh, all right uh all right detectives look we've got um we've picked up the tracks of the uh perpetrator and um clearly a boring man hmm? just uh all there is is just like a like a his his feet hit the ground with a thud i mean i saw with like a plop I, I saw the tracks i saw the foot tracks and i was like this man eats this man eats rye bread. Yeah. Dry. No yeah, yeah, condiments, yeah. no meat. I think our profile is wrong. You know, we were thinking like a super sophisticated Hannibal Lecter, like, uh, you know, very effete and uh, um, this, high class. But no, we're, we were wrong. Whoever this killer is, whatever, whoever they are, they are a person who uses QWERTY, like religiously. They yeah, have their yeah. fingers on the right keys and they enter data. That is mm-hmm. what this person is. I am convinced of that. Um, but we, we, regardless, we have to crack this case. We got to figure this out. Well, well, you brought me in as a uh, foot identification expert, did you not? We, yes. we, the information that you have to give us, I hope, adds some sort of character to this profile. May I see the prints? Yes, here, here they, they are. are. Here's here a here's are. a sketching. Mm, thank you. Mm. Bring character, you said. Uh, if you can, if you can. If you can read something that we haven't seen that we, maybe we've missed, I mean, I see, I see a person who's carpeted floors, carpeted ceiling, carpeted walls. I mean, mm. it's oh it's, my my my, it's, it's far worse than that. Oh no, it's far worse. Oh no, we have one cooking implement in the kitchen. Oh my, we have oh, a God. steamer. Oh, oh Lord, geez. we have no microwave because we think we're above it, and that's the biggest principle that, we have. We going gotta, for we us. gotta catch this so guy. Boring. We gotta catch this guy. Oh, oh. you can just tell from the prints. They've got nothing, no character, no contour. This is a contourless person. Uh, I don't even know if I want. Can, can this person even be caught? Can they even be grasped as a human being? It's probably some sort of stick figure. Yeah. I'm going to put an APB out for a blob. Put an APB out for a blank sheet of white paper. Yeah. But I'll put an APB out for a saltine cracker. What else are you reading on here? This has got to be some sort of identifying mark. An identifying mark. Please. It's marked with pure evil. <laughs> okay. That's something. Evil is evil. Oh, that's kind of interesting. Unless though. the blandness is the evil. It's the greatest evil of all. Oh, my God. Uh, mundaneity. My goodness. Their complexion is beige. Mm. And so it's on, on, a, on a soul level. That's correct. The soul of a foot. No, less. the soul of a foot. 
even I mean, it's a this is the most interesting thing about this person. This just that pun. This is a person with white socks, <laughs> only white socks. No matter what outfit this person no. is wearing, you can just bet no. that it will be accompanied with white socks. No. And it brings me no joy to tell you that. No, don't. Uh, this right. is this is too painful. It could, should we even catch them? Aren't they suffering enough? Look, it looks like they're spreading their suffering to the rest of the world. Look at the look at the perp- like look at the victim. Look at their feet. Their feet are their feet are losing their luster. I, every toe is the same length. There's only one solution in cases like this. I've seen them before. Mm. Fly paper? No. A ball peen hammer. Oh, oh. my god. See. <laughs> Beautiful. Um oh. I uh this is always a uh I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm tr- I'm enjoying doing this podcast so much, but I also feel so much pad CU in my tummy. <laughs> so I'm like, I want to, I want to just rest in this and not, not move around too much. Wait a minute, you said something about. I, oh, okay. I want to get into talking about. We were talking a little bit about comedy earlier. I want you to tell us what you're working on these days. You got a day job. Maybe you want to say uh-huh. something about that. You mentioned that. And what? Oh, I should say how we know each other. Sure, we know each other from Meg and I. Both used to host karaoke for the Kings of Karaoke. Shout out Kings of Karaoke. Ooh. And uh, and um, we became fast friends working mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think when we met, you were doing maybe stand up, or I just come out of doing stand up, doing some improv and mm-hmm. and writing. Now I understand that what you're mostly doing outside of your day job, is focusing on playwriting. Yes. Well, a- any Please. writing, it's just that the opportunity for writing a play is what was presented to me. And again, mm. and I, I can't understate this, and this came up earlier, I am a lazy person. <laughs> and when I was presented the opportunity, literally presented the opportunity to write, like like I was asked to do it. I said, well, it's it's not like I was like, well, I'd rather be right. Re-. I said, this is an opportunity that I'm being given as a person who doesn't want to chase them. I'm just going to take it. Mm. So I wrote a play. This, it, and by the way, I will write anything as long as someone just blindly gives me the opportunity to do it and it'll be great. And I'll tell you something. That play that I'm working on, mm-hmm. well, have worked on, mm-hmm. is actually stunning. It's mm. actually a really great play. That's the thing. Mm. Give me the opportunity I deliver. I'm happy to, ex- to tell you about it if you want me to tell you please. about it. Please, yeah, please. So this play, it is called Missionary Woman. Okay? It is, um, here, can I do, w- would you... Can I do an elevator pitch? Sure. Please. Yeah, go for it. Pitch. Pitch it. In the small conservative city of Straitsville, mm. a city plagued by queer superheroes that escaped from the local liberal arts college, one hero stands in their way to fight off the perverted queer freakos <laughs> offending the Christian conservative sensibilities of the city, and that is missionary man Mm. but on however on the first day of pride month right as the mayor of the town is trying to propose anti-trans legislation missionary woman is born yes she is a transgender superhero Mm -hmm. promptly fired however because she is a municipal employee and then she allies herself with her arch nemesis professor strap-on as they try to take control of the city of Straitsville. this is a real thing that i did wow so uh is missionary man Part of the conservative 
power structure? Missionary, well, now missionary woman. Yeah. Was um, a part of the, was a product of their environment. Sure. And ultimately she was able to sort of see herself in the queer supervillains and ultimately realize that when, when faced with the idea of I'm going to, and, and listen, this to be totally real, this is based on real horrible things happening Mm-hmm. In in the, in the United States and all over, mm-hmm. and and there is a lot of really horrifying tra- anti trans legislation being introduced, and this play is a way to comment on that, and by being a little cute and funny, which was yeah. not easy to do, but um, but I would say Missionary Woman was a product of the environment, and when she saw that she too would be impacted by these laws, if she was going to eventually share who she is, she had to she had to lose it all. Wow, I like that. Yeah. Um, it reminds me of origin story of. I can't remember who wrote this. It was like a sociologist or anthropologist, but he wrote this great book um, where he kind of talks about like the superhero myth, and he's like, superheroes are kind of just boring agents of the status quo, mm-hmm. like Batman, Superman, you know, Spider Man, like all of all of these people with great wondrous talents and powers and resources don't actually do anything to change the world. Mm. They just keep it the same. Mm. Whereas, like, the villains are actually the most interesting characters because they are doing things that are uh, transgressive to the status quo, but they're actually utilizing their resources, their intelligence, their abilities in a way that is uh, unique. It's, like, not actually... It's, like, trying to actually change the world, whereas, like, Superman could could do more to change the world to be a much more equitable place, but all he actually does is just keep the world the same. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I like that because it seems like the villains really did. They were, I, they're actually not really villains. They're just people being themselves. It's but like, like you've y- seen it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like the, they they were actually the most interesting and forward thinking and capable people to enact change. Whereas the heroes were actually just like not trying to do that. Absolutely. That's it. That, I love that, uh, that take on it. It also reminds me how much of. I'm constantly struck. I feel like we talk about this all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm constantly struck in the world and in life by how much I hear a point of view that I'm like, oh, that makes total sense. It, it it has truth. It honors the people that it's about, all this. And then I can hear an exact opposite point of view, and I'm like, fuck, there's so many things about this that hold true, and both of these just live. Both of these are just alive in the world. And like, you know, I mean, what are they say? Like two things can be true at once or whatever mm-hmm. that is. And like, that's a painful thing and also an exciting thing to me about the world. I, I feel like my brain is constantly on fire in that way of like, how do you reconcile being alive? You can't, it's almost, it's almost like you can't ever be right. And in some ways it's beautiful and in some ways it's painful. Does that, does that make sense? These are all of the reactions I was trying to elicit with this piece. Mm. Mm. With Missionary Woman. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm. When will you put it up again? So there's a reading in June. I'm okay. currently working on putting together an independent production because that's sometimes what you have to do when you're uh, a transgender artist with a full-time job who uh, is um, is doing that. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to collaborate with some lovely and fabulous other queer people to make this uh, production happen. But I'm also uh, sending it in other places and applying for grants and whatnot. So mm-hmm. there will, but there will come a time, dear listener, and don't think I forgot about you, where I might send out an opportunity for people to, to sort of crowdfund for such a thing because I thought, you know what, this play is 
is per- perhaps perhaps a bit um, maybe difficult to market in some ways. And I'm going to do it myself if nobody else will. Not to say, I like I mean, that. listen, they, and, and they should do it, by the way. Yeah. And, I, and, and then they might. And mm. I think they will. But also in the meantime, what I'm trying to do is put together my own my own thing of it too what Mm. is that like your central uh project right now are there other things that are brewing alongside that like what is your i don't want to say your practice because i don't i don't love that term but Mm. what we're beyond trying to bring that play back to the Mm -hmm. stage and back to life where does your art and because i feel you you're you have such a mind for Art and comedy and uh, such a great point of view. Like, where else is that? Is that living for you these days? Well, so I want to I want to comment on how my mission statement sort of with this play was to talk about something that was extremely scary to me Mm. and very specific to my experience in my community and make it something that was accessible to people who don't experience that um, by using superhero framing. Right. Because. Everybody loves a superhero. Now, what I'm working on, I'm not ready to talk too much about this, but now I'm actually trying to do the opposite. I'm trying to say, how do I make the most inaccessible piece possible yeah. and still somehow make that something people want to watch? Because all I was focused on this one with on this one, because I'm talking about something that I think people really do need to know about is accessibility. Mm. And so now I'm kind of I'm kind of having fun with the idea of making something that feels inaccessible. Is that gonna work? Yeah, probably not. But I'm having a fun time trying. I also um want to i'm i'm very interested in a historical narrative that i'm also kind of toying around with right now okay i feel like that is an idea that comes up a lot the 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 idea of like uh yeah making something that's accessible that helps people understand versus like i don't want to decipher this or decode this for you i just want to make the thing as it's coming out of me yeah uh madame zoot um you have a line of people outside your door that seem to just be standing there because the door is locked and they they want they're challenged by that. I'm sorry, I'm not really seeing the problem. It's just uh should I let them in or no. Should I tell them that you're not seeing anybody? Well, if they want to get in, I'm sure they'll figure it out if they want it badly enough. I'm I'm here at the window, Madame Zoot. I just I can see you and uh so yeah. I want you to know it's me, it's me, Florence. It's a pleasure to see you through the window, my dear. I don't know why you aren't in the room with me at this time. If you would only open the front door, I insist upon it. I insist upon the unlocking of the front door that I may come in and spend time with you, Madame Zoot. Uh, I'm sure these other folks, I don't know why they're here, what they intend to get because they are not acquainted with you, but I am a close personal friend of yours, Madame Zoot. If you will please unlock the door for me, thank you. Yeah, it's just a lot of people out there that are like know that this is the place that they want to be, but are just also enthralled by the fact that they can't actually get into it. Mm, yes, well, that really kind of sounds like a tough situation that they're in, and I'm not, am I? Because I'm exactly where I'd like to be in Madame Zoot's office, for I am Madame Zoot after all. Uh, I don't. I once I, more, Madame Zoot, if you'll excuse me, it's Florence again uh, from outside the uh, window. Hello, Florence. Great to see you once again through that lovely window. I'm sure you notice me in my ruffles and my peacock feathers and my mini bracelets and my brooch. I'm sure you see me out here. The sun is rather hot. The sidewalk is rather rigid. Please, if you'll unlock the door that I may come in, thank you. Mm, yes, but to see the gorgeous deep finery you're wearing, 
Wouldn't that simply rob me of the image that I've painted of you in my head, that of class and elegance and all sorts of fabulous dandy things? To I, see you, I'm not sure I could handle it, my dear. Thank you for coming to the window, Madame Zoot, if you'll only... Perhaps we could continue this conversation oh, much easier uh, in your uh, parlor. The line is expanding. There's more people here. They Some people heard your voice but couldn't <laughs> actually tell what you were saying, and that made them want to keep standing outside. There's more people, you say? Uh, this is my spot in the line. Madam Zoot, people, uh, people are trying to rob me of my spot. I'm Florence. More people, you say? How interesting. And so much space inside to occupy. Oh, Madam Zoot, I, I don't understand what is even inside, why I want to come in, but I insist that I come in, please. Yes, 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 because, point. and I'll tell you why, because there are many fabulous things inside Madam Zoot's like, office. Like what, Madam Zoot? <laughs> for I am Madam Zoot, and I am in the office. Is that not enough for you in all of my finery and all of my elegance? It's more than enough, but I'm also so curious. My, the imagination, the imaginings of my mind, they haunt me. They haunt me, Madam oh, Zoot. We, got a, we, got a, we had a car accident because so many people are standing out in the street. Oh. But they don't even know. They're just standing there because other people are standing. No one even knows what's going. This is the whole. Everything has become inaccessible. It's a city <laughs> bus. It's been overturned, Madam Zoot. A car accident, you say? Yeah. An accident. There are no scenes. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was like a superhero scene. There's. There reminds me of a. There used to be a Spider-Man character named Madam Web. Oh, I remember Madam Web. Madam Web, I think, was like some sort of soothsayer. It wasn't even clear if Madam Web was a hero or a villain. Just some sort of new things. And I don't know why they were spider-themed. Madam Web. Anyway, uh, there it is. There it is. They already had the sort of um, spider logos kind of ready to go why, why choose a different yeah yeah Adam Webb would show up you already have all those webs sitting around i know your future peter parker and tell spider-man something to be like why, why'd you tell me this ha 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 and just i don't know i don't know mm. it was always some sort of mystery to unravel um they're talking about the inaccessibility made me think about uh like ralph you've talked about how you were like one of the og hipsters of uh that movement i don't think i was an OG. i think there were i think I came around, I came to New York in 2007, which I think that was around the height, the heat and the height of the tipping point, the term hipster for mm -hmm. our generation. Mm -hmm. Like that was the last time it was really white hot to talk about hipsters. I think it was around 2007, 8, 9, right before the um the first recession. So yeah, I was I was running around at yeah, that time. Yeah, did you was I guess like did you guys have an appreciation for how inaccessible you like your subculture was to the rest of the world like was that by design or was that like uh like an accident or uh well there's a couple things at play there one is a lot of these people especially at that time are artists mm -hmm. and artists really love to not be to be unfathomable we i think we love it we love to not we're all about who gets it and who doesn't get it you don't get you know like any mm -hmm. we're sort of a lot of us i think we're sort of we're carrying some adolescent you don't get me you mm. know what i mean which there's a comfort in not being gotten i think it's 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 a way to grasp it which you want which is your own i'm 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 speculating mm -hmm. but it's a way to grasp at your own uniqueness mm -hmm. to 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 say i'm unique because you don't get it it's also a way 
a little bit to rebel against and distinguish yourself from your family and maybe traditional values they might carry. Um, and also for creatives, there's a little bit of fine artitis, which is like, I don't have to reckon with if my art is good or bad. If I just live behind, you don't get it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, so I think there's a lot of that. And then, Am I answering your question? I'm, I'm, I feel like... No, I'm yeah, I think you do. I think, like, it seems like it's a product... Of, it was, like, an emergent property of that, like, th th that confluence of people interacting with each other. Being confounding is fun. And mm -hmm. also, sometimes being confounding is a way to express something else that's hard to express. Meaning, sometimes my students in class... I've I've said this before. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes my students in class... Or I've probably done this to you, Meg. Sometimes... You'd be like, okay, do you want me to do this or do you want me to do this? Yes. You know what I mean? And You've totally done that. <laughs> right? And 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 sometimes I what I think often happens is that the 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 person might be upset with me, which I totally understand, but they might think I'm playing a game with them or trying to be difficult. Mm -hmm. And what they often don't appreciate is I'm actually giving them the best answer that I have. You know what I mean? That's the best answer that I have. Should I? Is it this or is it this? Yes. You know what I mean? Because what I'm really trying to say is I can't explain to you how this is an option. I can't explain to you how inadequate that question is, meaning not because you're dumb and ask the bad question. It's just you're not getting at what's between those two options. Mm. It's not a binary of these two options. There's something deeper than that that even – I, I don't even know how to explain. It's deeper than is it this or this. There's more to it than that. So the best I can go is yes, because I feel like that's a way of getting you to that answer without me trying to. I can explain it, but it's not going to. Uh, sometimes explaining something to my students that I could explain, I can explain a concept to them, but me explaining the concept to them is going to get them to understand it, but it's not going to get them to go, oh, you know what I mean? Where yeah. like they understand it in here. They'll understand it here, but they won't understand it in here. Sometimes I got to be confounding to hopefully give them the chance to come to it themselves. I just spoke I think a you're long like time. Talking about the the difference between like knowledge and understanding. Like knowledge is knowing a strawberry is sweet, but like you can only understand what it tastes like if you eat one. Oh my god, what an image! That's so evocative. Just to imagine somebody eating a strawberry, it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's so much more to the experience of a strawberry than it's, like, a sweet fruit. But, like, you can't give that to somebody. They have to eat a strawberry and experience that and then come to that understanding themselves. Uh, I don't I don't even want a grape, uh, grapefruit. I don't even want one. I get, I get it. I get it. It's sweet. I get it. I don't need one. I don't. Keep the, keep the fruit. I don't even. I get it. I never um, tried one. I don't need to. Get it. it's, it's got sugar in it. It's, it's good. I'm good, guys. Look, uh, all we have is fruit left. Uh, the buffet, everybody cleaned out everything else, and it's just fruit. If you want to eat something, you got to eat some fruit. I never have eaten fruit before, and I'm not going to start now. My family eat rice, beans, chicken. Every meal. Hey, how you doing, Doc? Can I get you some fruit today? Oh, my goodness. Uh, listen, you got any rice, beans, chicken? I'll even, I may even take an egg. I'll take an egg if you got an egg. Well, I'm doing free samples on all this fruit. I, 
I don't come from a world of fruit, okay? I'm a simple, I'm a simple guy. Both of you, both of you guys work at this restaurant. You're both, you're, you're very kind, all right? But I need a simple meal. So, miss, if you can, if you can find me some, you know, just some, something with some beans, something with some I can rice. make you a mock bean. What? What was that? I can make you mock beans. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's, uh, I'm getting old. I'm getting up there, guys. I'm getting up there. It sounded to me like you said mock bean. I did say mocked bean. You know what? Is that a cousin of the lima bean? And you're and 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 how good is it? It's it's delicious. That's right. And you you need to taste it to understand. Mm-hmm. I uh, garbanzo. It's like a black eyed. No, no. It's a mock bean. I don't know what. I don't know what you mean. I don't know what you mean. Whatever you're thinking, that's what it is. Absolutely. No, my brain is going, don't say that. Because my brain is going places that I haven't been to since Vietnam. Is it a bean? Is it not a bean? Both are true. Don't do this to me. I don't understand. I can, my brain, you're asking me to wrap my brain around a coiled bird. No, what we're asking you to do is wrap your mouth around a mock bean. It had this... The idea you're asking me to wrap my mind around has spikes and is a little bit of. Let me see if I got glass. this right, sugar. Yes. You came to Aunt Darlene's mock beans and didn't think you'd leave here without trying a mock bean. I thought it was some sort of pun. I in did... what way? <laughs> thought I thought I could walk in here and get a drumstick. Oh, we have mock drumsticks. There used to be a Chipotle here. <laughs> I just want, give me a plate. Chipotle was not helping people understand. We are here to help people understand. I, this is what I understand. A plate, round plate. Understand would be a great pun name for like a fruit stand. You, oh, you can keep all the things underneath it. The yeah, fruit, don't need yeah. But the fruit's under. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That would that, be a good pun. Oh, okay. yeah, get yeah. a ladle. Yeah. Get a, get a large spoon. Scoop me out some white rice. Then scoop me up some sort of bean. String bean. Lima bean. Garbanzo bean. Peas. Put them on the side of the rice. We can we can make an approximation of rice we for you. We have all of those things. They're just not exactly those things. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't be here. I can't eat these foods. And yet this is the only option in town. Every the McDonald's is shut down, and so is the Boston Market. Please, you gotta go somewhere in the back. Look somewhere in the back by the filing cabinet. There's gotta be a a pot of rice, regular rice, a pot of beans, black beans, white kidney beans, and a chicken. A simple chicken could be steamed. A simple piece of chicken. Put those on a plate. Give them, I'll eat them next to the mock beans. You can have a, a group of people eating the mock beans next to me. I'll be nice with them. We can play spades. But I, I got to have a rice, beans, chicken. Okay, the best we can do for you is this thing called It's Not Chicken, but it also kind of is. Is that the whole name? Yes. Don't do this to me. Trademarked. Ah, <laughs> see. <laughs> Beautiful. Oh, my God. I felt like Archie Bunker in that scene. It was giving, Archie. Um, it was. 
It was. Um. Oh my God, it's flown by. Okay. Yeah. Um. Where do we? Where? Where? Where haven't we gone to? What do we? What else do we need to know, Meg? What? Uh. What brought you into comedy, Meg? Um. Uh. Being being a fat gay child. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. That worked. The being recipe a, being, for genius. Being a fat transgender gay child. Mm. Um. Probably helped a lot. But I also, uh, yeah, no, that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, 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 um, I guess what, is your what, family uh, funny? That's a tough one. Ooh. <laughs> that's, that's, Ooh. A, that's, now that, that's a very interesting question. Wow. There, wow. Were you like always a funny person? Yes. Uh, so then what, I guess, when did you want to take it to, like, I, I think there's a lot of people out there that are like hilarious and they're just content to, be hilarious. Be hilarious, but like not need to put it anywhere or like make it an art form. What made you go to like, I need to, I need to do this as an, like an art form, like express it, I, have it be seen. You know what it is? I'm sorry. I don't, this is going to get a little more just kind of, kind of serious to be honest with sure. you. But yeah, like, do it. um, I, I always knew there's something I wanted to say mm-hmm. and I mm-hmm. always had being funny as a vehicle to say things. Mm-hmm. But until I didn't know what it is I had to say, that was the problem. I didn't know. I just knew I did, but I didn't know what it was. And it took transitioning for me to figure that out. Mm-hmm. And once I did that, I used to do stand up. I don't really do it anymore. And I still like to perform. Writing has become the thing I like to do. We were talking about this earlier. There's a lot of reasons I like writing, but, but I can, I can explain that. But I, the important thing that what I'm trying to say is that once I, knew that all I was ever trying to say is that is that I'm a trans person. Mm-hmm. Now I could be funny and being honest. You know what I mean? Yeah. That yeah. that was that was the thing. It was like I always like being funny was always I think just me trying to trying to find the right way to say the thing I needed to say. Mm. Okay. Yeah. It makes sense. That and that's interesting that you were funny as you were trying to even get to oh this is what i'm trying to say like funny even helped carry you t- to it yeah because I, I just always had this thing where i was like i know there's something i want to be saying and i know exactly how i'd want to be doing it but i don't know what it is yeah and and, and i don't even mean that being funny helped you r- realize that you were uh, you know that you were trans or that you wanted to but it carried you and that it sustained you yes. as you were going through the process of living a life that that helped you get there and all the all the uh adversities you might have faced getting there and also how confusing it might have just been just to like understand yourself in a world that is like like oh I don't understand this or I'm against this even well it's actually kind of uh, yeah 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 completely and 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 I think this is why I was inspired to write the play I wrote because I'm I'm trying uh, comedy is then an access point for the things I'm trying to talk about Mm. and it 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 builds a bridge but also it it's kind of perfect for me because being trans is hilarious I don't know if you two are aware of this (laughs) being trans is very very funny I'm going through puberty as a 28 year old that's hysterical Mm -hmm. puberty was funny then it's even funnier now right you know yes there's there's a lot about it that is very funny I walk mm. around all the time, and people have no idea who I am. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just silly. Yeah, like it's yeah. just yeah. it's just like 
like I'm telling you something. It's very Python esque. It's like yeah. it's like the no exercise. It's just like I'm. So we around. can go ahead and sign this contract, and uh, we can go ahead and uh, make this deal. And also, uh, your car is being bred around our front. Real quick, the who are you? Sir, excuse me. Who? It's just that we've been we've been in here making this deal for almost ninety minutes, and I've been just dying to ask, who are you? Somehow, there's also a line of people outside the door. Who are you? I I I I told you I'm 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 Rosalind. Yes, Dupree. Yes, I've we, I I I it's on the form right there. I handed yes. it to you. Yeah, but that doesn't seem your social security number. We have your ID, photo ID, all that. All that matches up. We double checked it, and uh. Yeah, you know. we have the information, but great we still cover letter don't... you wrote, by the way. No, who are you? Yeah, why? Well, I feel like I don't know who you are. I'm I'm Rosalind Dupree. I grew up in in in, in down in Brooklyn, down there, um, in 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 Sheepshead Bay. I'm I'm I Wisconsin. Do you know this person? I don't know about you. Well, that's not that's I never said that. To be to be clear, I'm I, I Wisconsin. You you got it. You got it. You quoted that wrong. Yeah, yeah. All right. No, but that well, that, I mean, it's closer, but it's still not exactly what I was trying to get at. Here's the thing: it's not it's not a question of like you know to go deep. Like your your, your cover letter was eloquent and poetic, and it made me Thank you. understand you on a on a deep spiritual, philosophical, and intellectual level. Okay. I'm just simply curious as to who. I don't understand. I don't know who you are. Right. Well, um, I. Do you want me to? Do you want me to spell? My, I don't. I. I. I, you, I can spell Roslyn Dupree. Okay. That's not hard to spell. I understand you, who you are. Can you draw a picture of yourself for us? Yeah. I, just tell. I know that we can see you, but like we can't. It's easy to see you. It's well lit in this room, and you have very, uh, you have very clear and distinct features. I could, I, I could pick you out in a lineup easily yeah for the rest of my life is this typically part of the interview pro- i'm sorry no you want me to we drop? we've okay. we've never we've never been in this predicament before but like i see we usually don't sign deals so it usually takes many many meetings and we usually deliberate we're both meet this deal makes total sense okay yeah. what you offer what you do is very clear we're uh, just not clear on who you are right who I, are you right that's um i feel like i i feel like i answered that question in the cover letter i uh Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Cover, hold on. Let me look at the cover letter again. Okay, Brooklyn artist. Wisconsin. You seen this broad before? <laughs> you know. I don't know who you are. Are you? Are you crying? <laughs> We've never. I done. can't tell if it's joy or confusion or sadness. Welcome to my world. See. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I'm glad we got another one in. Fantastic. <laughs> I love that idea. People, I'm walking around in the world and people don't know who I am. That is. They're like, I'm telling you exactly who I am. And they're like, that's ridiculous. And I'm like, what, what, do, you yeah. think? what do you mean? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I totally can understand that in many ways. Like, uh, I often get told by people that I'm like enigmatic or unknowable. Uh, mm. And then there's like a, there was like an aspect of like, oh, like, what does that really say about me? And do I like, do people not understand me? Cause I don't actually really understand me that well. And mm. that's like what's being put out there, which I think is kind of true. Uh, but like, yeah, there is like, um, I don't know. I guess in some ways, like, I think I came to comedy for something similar to that reason too, which is like, oh, like maybe through expression, it will become clear. Mm-hmm. Wow. Huh. 
I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, what you are both describing is very articulate and I feel I can understand it. I'm trying to locate in myself if I have, I don't think I have that same thing, but I can, I can, it does make sense to me that comedy being such a beautiful vehicle to address that for yourself and for other people and to deal with the pain of not being recognized or understood. And I don't want to say pain. I don't want to put pain in capital letters, but just the day to day, like, yeah, because it's ridiculous. It's a way to, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, reconcile mm-hmm. and, and great incongruities. Well, and if I, if I may bring back the inaccessibility point, mm-hmm. because that I'm not just interested in inaccessibility because of sort of the allure of not understanding something. Sure. It's like I'm not understood all the time. Yeah. You know, so, so I was trying to make something to bring people in. I'm, I constantly feel. I constantly feel like not not through anything I'm intending to do, but that I'm I'm putting people out, you know, and it's just a product of it, you know. Like there, there, there's a lot of there's a lot of closing doors, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. So so that that's why, you know, to to what? Wow, you just helped me realize something. It just went through my body, and I think I already understood this, but this, I feel like there are. Um, people artists who often make work that i find alienating mm. and i think why are you making work that is alienating and and now you're make you're helping me go well they might be a person who feel i feel that i alienate i feel that i must alienate i feel that I, or i feel that i do alienate unintentionally i feel alienated i might alienate and this is just a way for me to express that yeah. Just that just the fact that it happens is happening and happens and I need to reflect that somehow. Does that make sense? I don't, I'm not trying to say this is what you're trying to say. It just made me understand when I observe that phenomenon in the world. Yeah, and I that, that that's the thing. It's like I I th- there will inevitably be people who feel alienated by the work I make. Because how could they not? Because they don't relate to it. They just don't. And they never will. Yes. And that was what I was trying to deal with with the first piece I wrote. The reason I'm interested now in making something that's just kind of super fucking trans, to be honest with you. Um, and, and I'll tell you what I'm inspired by. I'm inspired by – if there's any trans women listening or any trans people listening. 30 seconds out. left. Say it. Mira Bellwether wrote a zine called Fucking Trans Women. And if you want to learn more about loving your body and loving sex in your body, fucking trans women, it's a great scene. And, and it's and, – and I'm like – I want people to know about that. And it's an inaccessible piece of media to a lot of people. And I'm like, that's good stuff. Okay, Meg, tell people how you want them to find you. Um, So I am on most platforms at Phallic Mother. Okay. Am I following you under that? We'll figure it out. Okay. <laughs> and um, and I, I haven't been using social media very much, but coming in the new year, I anticipate that I will be because I'm trying to get uh, Missionary Woman more off the ground. And have more work to come. So Phallic Mother, most places, Instagram's a good place to message me. And uh, yeah, tell me if you're into what I'm doing. Ten seconds left. This has been No Suggestion. I'm Ralph Jean-Pierre. I'm Jake Joseph. Jake Joseph. We had Meg. We love you all. Have a good night.